0: For this episode, we are drinking vodka sodas because, like crushes, everyone's had one. Ah.
1: So okay. it's becoming a thing. Then that's the part where I say, welcome to the Girl Get Your Life Together podcast. Today, we're talking about crushes and attraction. Crushes, crushes, crushes. Um, define a crush for me, please.
0: Honestly, I don't know. I would say it's somebody that you like. I would almost define a crush as being unrequited. Because mm. um, I feel like once it's like an actual thing then it's more like it's reciprocated so it's not really like i'm crushing on you Mm -hmm. however i do think there are sometimes where you like somebody more than they like you and it could remain a crush yeah what is the difference between child and adult crushes i think when you're a child you get i think a little bit maybe more obsessive i don't i don't really know i would say i did that in reverse (laughs) when i was a kid i had a crush on somebody i think it was more just like
1: i feel like that's when you like slide a note across the desk and it's like do you like me check yes or no yes
0: i honestly never did that mine went out completely opposite way sorry next (laughs) (laughs) i like one of my most embarrassing moments in my entire life and i don't think i've ever even told my husband this story i'm so excited
1: for whatever you're about to
0: say (laughs) i had a crush on this guy in my class what year I think I was in 7th or 8th. I was in 8th grade. We were about to go into high school. And I was really sad because I wasn't going to see him every day. And I went from a class of like 27 kids.
1: Did his name rhyme with Burtis? No.
0: (laughs) That was later. (laughs) Burtis and I had a romantic moment in college. Keegan and I. uh, Keegan. I knew Keegan. Keegan. I really liked him. And I felt like not even just because like. I wasn't – this is really bad. I wasn't even that, like, attracted to him. I just felt like he was more, like, obtainable for me. Like, I felt like he was, like, a a get. I could get him if I really tried. And I did. So I did why, not. what
1: is embarrassing about this story? Well, um,
0: so, this is, like, eighth grade, and we were, like, just getting like, into, like, high schools and stuff, and we were sitting in these, like, quad desks. There were, like, four people, and one of them happened to be, like, two of my now good friends at the time they were not my good friends, and then, like, me and Keegan – and I remember I was like, okay, I, like, memorized – this is so bad. I memorized this line in Spanish that was like,
1: hey, I think you're
0: cute in Spanish. <laughs> and I was talking to him, and I was like – You
1: had the moves in eighth grade.
0: I did. But except for I was like, yeah, you know, I'm nervous about taking Spanish in high school. I mean, I only know one line in Spanish. And then I, like, <laughs> blurted it out. But I was, like, so nervous that I was like <laughs> – And everyone's, like, looked at me, and the girls across the table were like, What? What did you say? And like we're making fun of me immediately, (laughs) and he has looked at me with such pity in his eyes that I was like, nothing, never mind. But I take. If that's one of the
1: most embarrassing stories that you have, you're you're excelling in life. Uh,
0: Am I though? (laughs) My other one is farting in a cat suit, so (laughs) not great. There was just that moment where I was like, I liked him so much and I had to take the time to, like, Google translate some, like, I like you in Spanish Mm -hmm. to, like, tell him at the table and I just got, like, shut down
1: by, like, other witnesses. I think, so I'm seeing this guy right now where it's like, you know, we obviously go on dates, like, we like each other, but mm-hmm. I would also say I have a crush on him. Yeah. There's something about him that just feels, like, I like elusive, like, I shall not capture you. It's like a giddiness and, to yeah, what I think. Mm-hmm, totally.
0: I think that's what I would define a crush with is, like, this giddiness, nervous like theory, energy. Yeah,
1: like, in theory, like, we're dating, but, like, I have a fat crush on him.
0: Which is kind of, like, a good way to, like, date someone. I think like that's going to make it last longer if, like, you work out because, it's like,
1: you kind of... But if what's spurring it is that he feels, like, elusive. unattainable, not great. (laughs) I would say elusive as opposed to unattainable. Did Because I've attained him. Yeah. But, like, we'll (laughs) we'll see what happens is, like, I think part of the fun of dating anyway.
0: And I think that's the difference between childhood crushes and adult crushes are that, like, when you're a child, like, these crushes that you have are, like, so unobtainable. They're, like, celebrities and people you see on TV or... For me, what I felt like a lot of it was, was I was trying to be cool or trying to be popular and be like, yeah, I have a boyfriend. I have a crush on this <laughs> this guy, that guy outside the Seven Eleven, Yeah. Like, trying to find some way to be like, I'm mature. I'm an adult. I like this boy. And I didn't really know what it entailed. Mm-hmm. And when I was an adult, I knew what it entailed. And I just humiliated myself
1: over and over again <laughs> for men. Oh, that's amazing. I think I have, like, two defining crushes. Okay. One was elementary school version. Okay, Max, who I already shouted at before, so might as well like commit to like saying your name once more. Um, He's a big fan of the podcast. <laughs> he was like in fourth grade. Oh my god, I was just had the biggest crush on him. I need a physical description right now. <laughs> Puka shells, <laughs> light up sketchers. holy rose for uniform, frosted tips. <laughs> yes. He had freckles. I don't know why I had a crush on him, but I literally, I was just like obsessed Mm -hmm. for all of fourth grade. We later would not have worked out because I grew up to be 5'8", and I think he grew up to be 5'6", but um, for other reasons, that probably would have derailed our love. But we went on like, do you remember that restaurant in um, Soto where there were like trains? It was like in train cars. Oriental Express. Something like that. (laughs) No. Oriental something (laughs) is called. They have karaoke there. No, it's, I don't know what it was, but any, our mom took us on a date to a train restaurant. I remember Old that. Old Grey Factory. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, quite a production. I actually heard from his mom recently, like, on a professional note, oh. and it was, like, really fun to walk down memory lane for five seconds. Full circle. The last time I saw Max was at, um, what's that shit bar on Lower Queen Anne? Mmm, Pesos? No, more aussies. ratchet aussies. aussies yes ran into
0: max at aussies shout out to aussies they're gonna be a sponsor of our next episode <laughs> if you want to get your shit stolen and my shit...
1: inebriated <laughs> hit know up that. aussies my shit did get jacked there once yeah that's why i said it <laughs> um and then my other like defining adult crush is um this it's hard to talk about people without like fully like you wanna... like allowing him to say kind of anonymous His name is Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Perfect. (laughs) JTT. Yeah, let's go with that. A Great pseudonym. Um, Casual. And it's just like, he's really, like, very intelligent, very witty, very funny. And I just, like, it felt like the spark was effortless and, like, wild. So I'm JTT. It's (laughs) me. It me. It you. It you, because we're in love. Yes. And... I don't know what it is but I was like just immediately smitten and like mm-hmm. he is my for sure the biggest adult crush I've ever had.
0: I had a really big crush on a guy um when I was it was like after college after I broke up with my former ex-boyfriend. And for some reason I just really really liked him and he was like again like kind of unattainable guy for me. Like he was kind of introverted he really didn't want to, like, date, but he would give me hints that he liked me, and I would just What like, is it about the it. fact
1: – yeah, what is it about the fact of someone saying, like, I'm unavailable, I don't like I you? I do That, know. like, that makes women be like, well, that's what oh. you think. Here I come. Here's the thing with me. It's like, I'm a spiteful person. So, the minute you're
0: like, <laughs> um, no, and I'm like, uh, yeah. And then, I'm like, even it's like, my big – one of my bigger exes, my big breakup stories from the breakup episode – Talk about this guy, and I think the, like, foundation for me liking him was that he was, like, I don't like you. And I was, like, <laughs> yes, you do. And I, like, looking back, I was, like, I did not even like him that much. I just wanted him to like me so badly that I put, like, all of my energy into it. Yeah, that's So it was, like, a weird, it's a weird moment where, like, yeah, for women, it's, like, for some reason, the more guys, like, nah, you're, like, uh, maybe. Maybe. Yep. They're saying there's a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I had a huge crush on this guy to the point where, like, it was his birthday one year. And I made him, like, two dozen cupcakes and brought them over. And I could just tell that he looked at me. And I was like, then I went hard where I was like, yeah, I have, like, a date with this guy, you know. He's super cool.
1: That's amazing. I,
0: like. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> need you. My friend after was like, yeah, he knows you like him. <laughs> <And you're> like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Damn it. There's no covering it. It's like, for me, it's like, I am not a subtle person. Same. So crushes are hard. Because oh, like, they're the
1: hardest for that reason.
0: Everyone can read it across my face. Like, I'm like, I don't do well I with, know. like, trying to be like, ha ha, I don't really like you. Someone's like, I like you so much.
1: <laughs> Please like me back. I think I do that, except I hope a mildly more cool version of, like, a cool girl.
0: I think it's easier when you're a little bit older too because you're you're bending around not around the block
1: that sounds bad. I guess like. it, I think it probably is part of the fact that like we are very um, self-aware and analytical. Mm-hmm. Like, but we do know that we're extroverted and sometimes extra. Yep. And so, percent. And so it's hard when like you're aware that you like someone, but you're like mm-hmm. trying, essentially, I would say, to not scare them away.
0: I would say that 100 <laughs> percent to characterize us as human beings would be say that we are the guac at Chipotle. <laughs> we're extra. However. But it's for sure worth that 99 cents. It's a requirement. <laughs> Any meal is going to be made way better by getting us. But yeah, it's like you said, like, stop scaring them away. It's like, I was telling some girl recently when talking about, like, she's like, one of the best pieces of advice I got from a friend while dating was that you have to hide the crazy until it's a little bit later in, and then you, like, kind of let it trickle in. I meant to take that <laughs> advice, and instead I was like, I'm going to go hard from the get, (laughs) put all the crazy out there, and then trickle, pull back a little bit. But, I mean, it worked out. I got my husband. But there were a couple others who were by the wayside. I was like, like, (laughs) And they were just like, oh,
1: bored. Love lost.
0: But, you know, I mean, hey, it's like, I don't know, but there's
1: something kind of fun about having a crush. Oh, there's nothing more fun. Except it's not. It's like the, it's really fun, but I also hate that guttural feeling of like, is this person going to text me back? Like, what are they doing right now? Like, who else are they talking to? Yeah. It can end in heartbreak. But, like, it's, like, that up and down butterfly feeling. Why do, like, why can a crush result in heartbreak? Like, I've dated people and, know. like, and it's wrapped up and I've been like, okay, that was, like, nice for a little while. That's but fine. that's that, that. But, like, when you legit have a crush on someone and it doesn't work out the way you want it to, like, devastate it.
0: I think it's the fantasy in your own head. It's oh, like for, you
1: great point. It's
0: like you build it up in your head to be this whole big relationship like when I was in college, I had a make-believe boyfriend. His yes. name was Oliver, <laughs> and he <laughs> cheated on me. In my own Oliver head. is rude. Oliver Oliver was great, but I mean, I had this make-believe boyfriend, and I had this whole thing set out where I was like, we had this whole relationship. So I can only imagine like my crushes are on that same level where it's like I fantasize who they are, how we interact, our whole lifestyle, and then when it doesn't work out that way, it's just extra sad,
1: extra sad. Because you let yourself down. What, what attracts you to people? Because I think there's a couple of things. It can, be, it can be physical or it can be like personality based or it can be a combination of the two if you're really winning. Um,
0: I'll start with physical. Okay, okay. Now let me ask you first. What's your number one physical attraction?
1: Um, for men, it's height. Mm-hmm. I would say like at least six foot. Um, and for women, I would say it's like their eyes.
0: Okay, minus teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to be weird to say that, so I had to have you go first.
1: That's amazing.
0: No, I... clean it up, knocking them down. <laughs> I am, like, weirdly obsessed with teeth. Not, like, in a like, collect-teeth, that would be weirder. But, like, in the sense that, like, I... It's had... like I need
1: to go home and whiten my teeth.
0: No, I've i been having a crisis about this. That's a whole hold thing. <laughs>
1: Season two, mental
0: health. <laughs> but... I have I had braces for like five plus years. I, I think he- everybody
1: our age did. I had
0: headgear. Did you? I did. Oh, like was it nighttime headgear? Nighttime headgear. <laughs> I still cried and exited the facility. My dad told me to stop being such a baby. Um, I had, before I got married. That's my
1: favorite self-revelation about you, as well as learning that you've only slept with two that people. That I had headgear? Headgear and that you slept with two people. Those were like life-changing for me.
0: Well, get ready for this because before my wedding, I paid $600 to get Invisalign. <laughs> Because even though my dentist was like, he legit was like, yeah, you're being kind of crazy. And I was like, no, it's fine. Give me the Invisalign. Because I have this tiny little gap between my front two teeth. And he told me that's the shape of my teeth. But when I got my braces off, my orthodontist had said, oh, so sad. Almost perfect.
1: Oh, you wanted that like 100%. Oh, and
0: that has haunted me. What a, what a cunty orthodontist. Yeah, he later had a stroke, so sorry to him. But like... <laughs> So it was like at that moment, like it's That's not funny, ha- I shouldn't laugh at that. It's haunted me forever. So for some reason, on my like dates, I look at men's teeth, and I'm like, if your teeth are jacked, I'm sorry. I can't. But it's like a nice smile. It's not even like having perfectly straight teeth because my husband doesn't have perfectly teeth straight teeth. Teeth are a teeth. thing for a lot of people. He has a nice smile. Yeah. And so like, for me, it's like if you have a nice smile. I am attracted to that.
1: hmm Okay, what else personality wise?
0: Personality, I would say, um Humour is a big one. hundred percent agree. And just like ease of conversation, mm-hmm. I would say. Like if you can not necessarily so, like, I mean it's chemi- I think
1: that's a chemistry thing.
0: Yeah, maybe it's a chemistry thing. I would say like intelligence <clears throat> is one, but I'm not gonna say that like not everyone's smart in the same way. So I wouldn't say like you have to be book smart, you have to be street mm-hmm. smart. I would just say like if we can hold a conversation and have and it, it feels kind of fun, go, and good. fun and like entertaining, then it's that's it's good for me.
1: Mm-hmm. What about you? Um physically i said those already um but i would also round that up by just saying like um things that i always find charming are dimples i like dimples love good a good set of dimples um personality wise um intelligence and wit i would for sure say mm-hmm. but i and so i would roll up humor into wit but it's like the ability to banter with me yeah. that's huge
0: yeah and so that ease of conversation uh-huh. if you can kind
1: of go back and forth yeah. it makes it sexier in yeah. a way um like, a little bit of shit-talking is always fun. Yeah,
0: but not full-on. Is it, they call it negging? I don't know what that is. Okay. Um. Obviously, I I know. Tell Dating. me something. It's like, I think negging is when a guy makes you feel bad about yourself. To Are you saying one.
1: negging, like when I neg on you to do a chore or something like no, that? No, so I think
0: it's called, Josh, is that right? Do You know? Negging, yes. <laughs> negging is the thing where guys <laughs> basically try to bring you down to make you want to sleep with them. They're like, <laughs> I mean. No, that would not be cute. Your friend's hotter.
1: That would... No, that would not work. I would for me. not
0: I don't like that. It makes me feel like
1: really bad. My eye is twitching just talking about it. <laughs> oh my god. Um yeah, not that, but like like a little bit of shit talking in terms mm-hmm. of like um like uh, th- maybe you have a common joke and theme that you like keep yeah. returning to or something. I will say that for me there's a difference between wit and sarcasm. Yeah. I think sarcasm can just be like I've just said that under the the illusion of sarcasm but really i'm just being kind of a dick but yeah. i think wit takes a certain level of like comedy and intelligence to make that work
0: Wit is a step up it's not just like i mean mm-hmm. anyone can be sarcastic yeah you can say something and i'm like oh yeah that's not it doesn't mean i'm smart <laughs> it means i know how to like be a normal person ish uh-huh. but like you said there's a little bit of dickishness that comes with that where it's like you be being also like really passive aggressive it's easy to be like sarcastic
1: mm. yeah that's not cute to me
0: no i might like, just be full-on aggressive that's mm-hmm. fine But I think um, the wit is really nice because, like, if you want to banter, if you want to have, like, an intelligent conversation or have fun, because there can be some serious topics that you might not agree on, which is fine. But Mm -hmm. if you can have some wit and, like, banter back and forth about it, it eases that kind of uncomfortability of Mm -hmm. being, like, we don't necessarily fully streamline in our value. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah. What else? I mean, do you have anybody that you
1: dated that you weren't initially attracted to that you still liked? Mm, that's a great question. I've definitely had attraction grow over time with some people. Yeah. Some people, it's just like instant and almost visceral. Yeah. Like I feel that the first person that comes to mind when I say that is um, the first woman that I had a crush on mm-hmm. in college. Man, like I just like looked at her, heard her say some words and I was like, I'm obsessed with you. Was she
0: your professor?
1: No, she was a fellow student.
0: In my head, she's your purpose.
1: Right, let's like roll with. that. I'm gonna roll with that fantasy for myself. Yeah, do it, Josh. Later, we're reenacting. <laughs> he might have a hard time with that. <laughs> he will not fulfill that fantasy <laughs> for you. We'll make it work. Um, I th- and I think part of the allure of a crush is, um, I think fantasy is a good word to go with it. Where it's yeah. like where you imagine, like so. The people that I also have, um. Some of the biggest crushes on still are, like, my coulda, shoulda, woulda people. Yeah. Not, like, the ones that I would say, like, not in the terms of, like, the one that got away, like, not that deep or meaningful, but it's, like, man, I would have, like, loved to, like, have made out, like, at that bar with you or, like, we really had great chemistry. A but, like moment. Something happened to, like, the, the person that maybe was, like, you always had um, a really great connection with, but, like, you were always dating someone when they were single yeah. and vice versa. Like, those are the people that I, like, reminisce about.
0: I would think that a crush is kind of an extension of yourself. In the sense that, like...
1: I'm going to need you to explain that. Well,
0: <laughs> it's, like, the idea that, like, that's not really who that person necessarily is. Oh,
1: it's what you've built it's them It's what up to you've be.
0: built around uh, them. Where right. it's, like, Great point. I see them in this fantasy light, and in my head they do this, and in mm. my head they are this way with me. So it's more of, like, an extension of yourself in the sense that, like, this version of... Kevin or whatever would do this and would take me out and we do this and that's why it makes it so romantic and so kind of almost unobtainable but also so great is because it's only your expectations for Mm -hmm. that person as opposed to reality where people are flawed and people don't always meet what you think they should meet it's like your own personal creation of a fake boyfriend or girlfriend
1: Mm -hmm. I think that crush is also up the ante for me and that, mm-hmm. like, I find that somehow I become socially inept whenever I have a crush on someone when, mm-hmm. in general, I feel like like I'm, I am have a high emotional intelligence. I feel like I move through the world, like, socially pretty easily. But, man, if you I have a crush on cool. someone, if I have a crush on someone, I'm like, mm, Helen Keller all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there's such a thing as, like, friendship crushes?
0: Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, there for sure are. I mean, we talked about this before, and
1: I'm getting red to talk about it. So, like, let's – yeah, girl crushes are a great thing. Let's segue to that. Girl crushes are real. There are definitely women, like – They are, yeah. Not in the sense of, like, I have actual girl crushes, but girl crushes on, like, someone that you don't want to, like, have a romantic thing with, but, like, it's an admiration thing. Yes.
0: Like, we talked about how I'm obsessed with you many a time, (laughs) but, like, when I first met you, I was so – Before I really knew you, you made me so nervous because you were so cool. And it's like, I feel like every time you walked into a room, it was like slow motion and there were fans blowing. (laughs) And I didn't know what to say to you. And you'd be like, oh, hi, Micah. And I was like, "Uh, oh, God. And it's this moment where I just like thought you were so, it was so easy for you in the sense of like you were so, you know, socially aware. You were woke. You were like, just like
1: had this great job, this great life. And I was like, oh, God. And then, like, this is – and this is the point of this podcast, though, because Mm -hmm. perception is so different than reality often. Yeah. Which is that your perception of me was that, and I so appreciate and love you for it. But the other part about that is, like, man, like, my domestic life was, like, burning down, and I was, like, trying to be like, it's fine, everyone. It's okay. I'm so good. And so there's, like – the versions that, like, people interpret of us, and then there's, like, who we are, which is, like... Exactly. I'm living in a glass case of emotion. in <laughs>
0: glass case of emotion. <laughs> Insert segment here. Oh, I'm in a glass <laughs> case of emotion! You know, I, think, I think that's what crushes are, like, a huge piece of that, or they aren't a reality. Who are your other
1: girl crushes? Like, who's my competition? Besides
0: you, um... I don't think I have it. <laughs> I think it's just you. I think... Okay, like celebrity crushes. Sure, I would say who's on your laminate list? Chrissy Teigen.
1: Oh, a hundred percent.
0: Yeah, uh, it used to be Jennifer Lawrence. Mm, I like that one too. But Chrissy I Teigen is for sure top. Chrissy Teigen because she's so
1: I funny kind of, and she's, real. She's
0: beautiful, but it's also like she's just realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, Anna Paquin maybe. Mm. I had one recently. I thought about this recently. I'm trying to think of who it is. Oh, uh, Laura Cleary. She's a YouTube star. No idea
1: who that I is. I love her.
0: She's so funny. I think, okay, here. Wait. Backstory moment. Part of, like, my humor <laughs> was born out of my love for Amanda Bynes. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm listening.
0: I loved Amanda Bynes. And Amanda Bynes taught me how to be funny in the sense that, like, it's not not that Amanda Bynes is unattractive, but, like. Is this, like, 2003 Amanda Bynes? Not now, Amanda Bynes. I mean, uh i'm sorry girl come on the podcast talk about it but old school amanda Bynes was like she was funny she was fierce she wasn't worried about looking pretty all the time you can make Mm -hmm. ugly faces and do funny bits and wear costumes and it wasn't about being like i'm a girl and i'm funny but i'm also really really pretty she's the man she's the man and i loved that about her i took that kind of cue from her and I think Laura Cleary is like an on par version of that Mm. she's like a 2019 version of Amanda Bynes who is not having mental breakdowns all the time (laughs) and I love that about her and I'm just like obsessed with her anyway
1: I have a real life girl crush right now really but not like the sexual kind I have this woman that I'm like recruiting to be my work wife and I just like similar things like I think she walks into the room and like fans blow Mm -hmm. and she just seems like so fun and effervescent and cool, and I just want her to be my BFF. This is the I moment think I where think... I'm
0: crushed, because it's not me. <laughs> so my
1: heart is broken.
0: No, but yeah. I don't have any, like, real-life crushes, obviously, right now. Has anyone ever told you they had a crush on you? Mm.
1: Yes. Someone who is, like, having a hard time hearing no right now.
0: Yeah. Those are never fun. Mm-hmm. What about when you were younger? Like, did you have guys like, oh,
1: blah, blah, has a crush on you? So, backstory for me, too, of, like, the reason that, how you learned to be funny is Not Amanda Amanda Bytes. Bytes. <laughs> <laughs> the The way that I learned to be funny is I am, like, a true, let's be real, a swan story. I was an ugly duckling until, like, probably sophomore year of high school where I was, like, not cute. My boobs didn't come in until I was 16, really really you have big boobs i know they were like very i prayed to god every day of 8th grade and man did he answer my prayers yeah <sighs> i prayed to not have them and i got them in 7th grade and i was shunned for no them. i was a super late bloomer so i remember feeling like behind my friends like mm-hmm. so i um compensated for feeling like you know pretty i guess with like an extroverted funny personality i think that's like really a good way to do it though yeah because now I like to think I'm a triple threat.
0: You are. Uh, I've watched, have you ever seen the movie The Duff? No. Okay. And the <laughs> Duff is the designated ugly fat friend. Is oh, no. It's the acronym for that. Oh, no. And that was me in high school. I was. <laughs> I literally, you guys just put my
1: head back and laughed.
0: I'm sorry. I was The Duff. I mean, maybe I still am the deaf, but no, it's borderline. I mean, I'm married now, so i can be like, it's fine.
1: It's cool. I'll be the deaf.
0: But I have the
1: deaf now that I know what that is.
0: I think part of the reason why my crushes were so strong, like in middle school to high school was because (laughs) I was the deaf and no one ever would admit to having a crush on me. Like a lot of guys I dated in high school would be like dating me unofficially and then find another girl and they would come back and tell me that they thought I was ugly. That's terrible. It's horrendous, but it happened, and I was always like, oh, okay.
1: That really is, like, self-esteem building in our formative years. Yeah,
0: so I think that's why my crushes in my head were so much better, because I was able to kind of be like, this guy would never do that to me, and this guy in my head would take me to Olive Garden, and we would get (laughs) all-you-can-eat pasta or whatever. Unlimited (laughs)
1: soup salad and breadsticks?
0: (laughs) Unlimited soup salad and breadsticks, with a side of tortellini. (laughs) But that's why I think the crushes were kind of better for me. And that's why I was in my own head a lot in college was I created this like fantasy boyfriend for myself. Like I said, Oliver and I, (laughs) you're
1: going to name your firstborn son.
0: I hope not. Oliver in my head had snake bite piercings and an emo (laughs) bangs over his eyes and he was super cool in skinny jeans. And I had this whole kind of like Tumblr version of him. And in my head, Oliver was my, my ultimate guy. And any crush I had in real life never measured up to the crush I had in my own head of this fantasy guy that I would eventually marry and settle down with. Who's <laughs> like the opposite of my actual husband. But yeah.
1: Um, I think my favorite part about having crushes now is that um it just like wakens you up and makes you like I guess I should rephrase that. My favorite part about crushes now is when you snag your crush. Yeah. Because I've been doing a decent amount of dating and like there are people that like there are standouts like you, yeah. you know when you actually like someone and then when that like works out and you're spending time with them and enjoying them like that is really fun
0: there's something about a good wholesome crush though that makes you kind of feel nostalgic Uh huh. it's like watching a good teen rom-com
1: <laughs> with Amanda Bynes with Amanda
0: Bynes <laughs> but like hey have you watched um oh what's the name of it to all the boys I've loved before. Yeah, that Netflix. little Netflix
1: movie I have, yeah. yeah.
0: Something about it, it makes you smile and makes you happy. And that's, like, mm-hmm. for me, that's, like, what a crush feels like, is that this mm-hmm. moment where it's, like, before it's been requited or unrequited or had any hardship, it's that moment of, like, wholesome, like, before sex was super important, before, like, everything else was, like, a bigger deal, before mm-hmm. there were more pressures of, like, adult life, it's the moment of being, like, there's something really nice about just having someone in your High, and your sight that you're like, yeah, you. I'm gonna take you home and think about you <laughs>
1: without your I'm not consent. Act- I'm not actually Sorry. taking you home,
0: but not physically. That would be kidnapping. But like, just like mentally, you know, it's like you have that kind of moment where you get to just kind of explore your own what you're into. Yeah, it's just fun. Yeah,
1: I do love a good crush. This was a great topic. Thanks for helping me walk down memory lane.
0: You're welcome. So yeah, if you have any crushes you want to talk to us about.
1: Leave us a comment. Yeah. Slide into our DMs.
0: We're on Instagram.
1: Hashtag, not hashtag, <laughs> at get your life together underscore pod.
0: Hashtag G G Y L T. Great. Got it. Nailed it. Goodbye. Oh hey. You're still here? Well listen to our disclaimer. Or our next episode. Or don't. I'm not going to tell you what to do.